Welcome to the Mama Love Podcast. This is episode 26. Today's conversation is very close to my heart and I believe it's a really important conversation for us to be having. I want to introduce you to my beautiful sister-in-law, Naomi, and my nephew, Tyler. In July 2019, Tyler came out as transgender. Now, as a parent, I can only imagine that navigating the conversations around such a fundamental shift in your child's identity is a pretty confronting prospect. And yet I have watched and witnessed Tyler and his family navigate these conversations with such grace and openness and love, pure love. I'm really proud of them and so I wanted to bring them on the podcast to just chat about how the journey has been so far and whether they've got any words of wisdom for other families who might be also facing these kind of conversations. So thank you for being here and being part of this really important conversation. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the Mama Love Podcast, Tyler and Naomi Mitchell. Two of my favourites, but don't tell anybody else in the family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would you like to give us a little bit of a background on you, Tyler Mitchell? My name's Tyler, and I recently just turned 16 years old. (gasps) 16. (laughs) And I'm in grade 10. Beautiful. Um, And you are joined tonight by your beautiful, illustrious mother. Keep going. (laughs) Superstar runner and general genius, Naomi Mitchell. Yeah, wonderful. Thank I'm sure you for um, <laughs> everything is true. <laughs> All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. In July of 2019, you announced to our extended family that you'd made a pretty big decision. Can you share with us what that was? Well, I decided to share with everybody that I am a transgender male. And so I announced that I would be changing my name and my pronouns. Right. Sounds really simple. But I imagine <laughs> I imagine that there was a long process of thought and contemplation and discussion that went into that pretty big decision um, to get to the point of being ready to talk about that openly. Can you tell yeah. us about the journey and and how it felt to finally share that news? It was definitely a very long process, like a few years, like from when I first started doubting and to then 
contemplating who am I? <laughs> what am I? And then the whole journey of figuring out when to tell people and even if I should, because there's the issues with self-confidence and if like, what if I'm not and everything and then worrying how people would react, even though I'm surrounded by some of the best people I could be surrounded by. <laughs> mm. I know I was definitely very, very worried because it's not something that I had ever seen happen except over the internet. Um, but I knew that it was time because I couldn't see anything happening in which I didn't do that. Like I knew that I couldn't keep basically lying because mm -hmm. I needed to be true to myself and that would make me the happiest version. And I knew the thing, one of the things that made me know that this is truly who I am is that it made, it's what made me happy. And like being mistaken as a boy made me feel wonderful. Mm. And I was like, I don't think that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Naim? Can you talk a little bit about the the process of having those discussions and, um, you know, did you have any idea? Was it, did you get? Was it like a bolt out of the blue or did you sort of think that that conversation was coming? Um, oh, look, I think since about grade four trial, I had clearly started to um, question and, and go through some fairly big internal processes and, and trying to work out what was going on within himself. Um I think it sort of evolved slowly from, you know, Tyler maybe thinking, you know, uh, what, you know, am I gay? Am I, what am I? Um, and then saying, you know, gradually over time, um, I just feel like I'm a boy. And, you know, as a parent, when your child says that, you just kind of like, oh, that's nice, darling. Yes, <laughs> what are we dressing up as tomorrow? You know, um, because Tyler had always, you know, been dress ups and, and characters and role play. So I think there was an initial tendency as a parent to put it down to that. Um, and then, but, you know, as the more that time went on, then um, I guess, we knew that there was a lot going on with Tyler. Tyler and I have always written to each other. Um, and, you know, he'd started to say more and more that he really um, not so much even identified as male, but was male. Um, and, and I suppose, you know, that was a, you know, the next sort of logical thing for us was that he'd been... Tyler with us and then he wanted to share that with other people so that he could be truthful to himself so you know you're not you're not going to lie as a parent initially you, you first have that thought of well why can't you why aren't you just gay like what 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 does this mean um but yeah I think once it was said it it all sort of fell into place and made sense yeah oh, that was a very long it was a very long no I think that was perfect and I um yeah I think that was a beautiful way of 
describing the journey. Um, how did you, you have siblings, how did you navigate that conversation with your siblings? Well, it, it feels like so long ago. <laughs> I can hardly remember, but I know I designed letters mm. for them. Um, some of them more blunt than others. But <laughs> what I remember with my brother is sitting him down with my parents and basically just saying it and just saying, so call me Tyler. But with my other two siblings, um, I'm pretty sure my parents spoke to them and said, look, here's what's up in a more gentle way because they were younger at the time. But it was received pretty well. Yeah. I like to think. I feel I feel like it has as, as an observer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how has the response been for you from an you know, extended family, school, friends, outside of your immediate family? I think the response from my extended family was so much better than any of my anxious thoughts were thinking. Like, I knew that there would never really be a problem because everybody is just so loving and is so warm and we're such a lovely family but I it didn't stop me from worrying however the responses that I got just warmed my heart made me cry they were more than I ever could have hoped for with my friends none of them were surprised that wasn't a big deal with my school though it was they went above and beyond to support me because it's advertised as an all-girls school but and I was afraid that they were going to kick me out but I shouldn't have guessed that because they're just all so fantastic and I had meetings with them and they were like look man we don't care (laughs) but you you are a valued member of this school community and we love having you here and we will do whatever it takes to make sure that you are as comfortable as you can be. And since then, there have been other students at the school who have come out as trans or as genderqueer. And that's really awesome to see. Beautiful. Yeah, that warms my heart. It's so lovely to hear that the school has been so supportive of you. Yeah. Um, I feel like as your family... Uh, and I, st- I reckon that was a pretty awesome email that you sent to all of us. Um, and I think it was done in such a beautiful Tyler, <laughs> unique <laughs> fashion um, with musical references and, uh, yeah. yeah. But I think um, what I loved watching from, you know, from the outside was that everyone went, well, from from what I know, everyone kind of went, well, great. We may not understand yeah. it, but we love you and that's all that really matters. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if I've told you this story, but when we told the boys, um, we had recent, quite recently been reading, you know, the goodnight stories for rebel girls, but there's the, yeah. boy, the boy version. And there's, book. yeah, and there's quite a few... There's at least a few stories in there of amazing individuals who have been transgender. And when I when we told Charlie and Sam, they were both like, oh, that's just like in that book where that doctor is, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I thought was such a beautiful reflection on 
where we're at. And I'm sure as a society, we've got a long way to go, but that our children are being raised to go, great, you know, this is a diverse world and we accept all people. So that's wonderful. Yeah. So what do you think has been the hardest part of the journey for you so far? That's a good question. The hardest part has probably less been what other people think, but more what I think, because battling with self-doubt and things like gender dysphoria and how not how other people perceive me, but how I perceive they perceive me, like that's what that's what had has been my undoing. Like while I'm here sitting like, oh my gosh, they're all looking at me. Everybody thinks I'm strange. I'm so different. Everybody is actually just sitting there, probably not even looking at me (laughs) because it's not that different, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, but yeah, battling with myself. (laughs) I have no doubt that you have extra things to contend with in that sense but I think that is human nature we often we often overthink what other people think of us Um, for sure (laughs) yeah so what does look like life look like for you now what uh where are you at in the journey and uh, what sort of support have you received and where do you go from here once you've made this big decision Mm. well since I came out at some point at least a year ago I don't remember um I have been attending a gender clinic at the Queensland Children's Hospital and so from then they've been giving me counseling support as well as other stuff like I've been on hormone suppressants which stops all of the secondary sex characteristics which has been great and then soon at the end of this year I'm going to be starting hormones where instead of having estrogen it replaces it with testosterone which I have been looking forward to for many years and I'm very excited for that beautiful what would you like other people to know about you and what it's like to be a transgender person Um, I'm not that different. I'm just another student trying to pass high school, another student worrying about their exams. And even though I have a bunch of other stuff going on, everybody has a bunch of stuff going on. Mm. That's basically it. (laughs) We all have our differences. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any words of wisdom for other young people who are questioning their own gender and identity? Hmm. There are going to be people who will stand up to you and be silly and try to make you doubt yourself. But they're not important. Like what that guy said, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. That legend whose name I forget. <laughs> it's a good quote though, and it's true. Keep that at heart. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about you, Noam? Any words of wisdom for parents who have 
are having these, facing these big conversations with their own children? Uh, just be educated. Keep communication open. You know, I think we we talk a lot and when we, we don't talk, we wrote a lot. And I think as a parent, your initial fears or, or for us were not so much about us. It was about Tyler and, and you know, the we just didn't know anything. Like, you know, uh, being homosexual, being gay, being bisexual, of that, yeah, no worries. I understand that completely. Transgender was completely not something that we had ever spent a lot of time thinking about. So our only point of reference was, the um, funnily enough, it was Tyler <laughs> who gave me prior to, uh making the final announcement um about being a boy and, and being a transgender boy and he had given me this book and it was bloody awful it was, <laughs> it was a book that really put all the stereotypes out there and then Tyler goes to me oh no I didn't actually end up reading that book um it's called Finding Nevo right. apparently it's a good book it was a great check book, it out but <laughs> it was just as a parent of somebody who was just about to find out that this was, you know, their new um, son was, it, it, it kind of reinforced a lot of those fears as a parent of oh God. You know, going to be um, a guy in a beard wearing a dress and and I'm, I'm not really sure how that's going to go for you and, and being frightened for your child and, and stuff like that. But it's so not like that. And I think understanding that it's not... A decision that Tyler has made to be male it's that he is male and that for some reason that's not the way he was born um, but that's what he is and I think that realization is important so being as a parent being educated talking to other people who have been through the same thing I've been lucky enough to speak to some other parents um, and, and just being supportive and, and, yeah, not making sure that you don't shut those doors. Like you hear stories mm. of other kids whose parents have just said, no, you are not this, and it, yeah. it breaks my heart. So, yeah. Um, this is a question that I ask every guest. Tyler, mm. do you think it's possible to have a good life after facing such a major shift in your identity? Most definitely. And often, like, of course, it depends on your scenario. I'm very lucky to have such amazing, supportive and respectful people around me. But even when that's not the case, it's like a huge, huge weight off your shoulders have been lifted. And sometimes that feels like it's enough. And even just telling a stuffed animal late at night while you're crying, I'm trans. It makes you feel so much better. <laughs> a completely hypothetical situation. Of course. It, yeah. And, and then it seems really hard at first because you're like, everything has changed. But then it's just a normal issue. Like for something that can seem so big, you're just like, oh. Now I need a hand in my homework late because I'm going to be at the hospital getting a suppressant shot. And it's just another part of life. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. No, I imagine that there are a lot of parents that um, 
would not have approached this these conversations as gracefully as you and David have. Um, do you think it's possible to live a good life after you've had, you know, such, I guess, such big news in your oh. world and in your family? Yeah, look, I, I think that um, it's impossible not to. I mean, you, that, that is something that you choose to live a good life regardless of anything and I don't I just don't see it as a a burden or a something to overcome it was something different and something we weren't necessarily expecting but now somehow it just is and that's there 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 isn't an option not to enjoy life and live a wonderful life and I think that I know that Tyler will now you have already shared a quote with me today those who mind don't matter I can always <laughs> always tricks me up all those that matter don't mind those that mind don't matter um are there any other quotes or mantras that have kept you going in difficult parts of this journey I know there definitely has been like there's this specific quote I'm not going to say who from just in case I get it wrong and that'd be awkward but um <laughs> when it's dark look for stars when it's raining look at rainbows except the other way around good wise words good philosophy on life now I have a mama love mixtape on Spotify what song lifts your spirits that you would like me to add for you? Definitely Village by Rabel. It's a wonderful song with such a beautiful music video about how in flocks of birds, they always attack the most brightly colored ones. And it's a beautiful metaphor about being trans or just a part of the LGBT plus community. And it's, it's awesome. I love it. Excellent. Done. Um, you know what? I just want to say, and I feel a bit teary, that I'm just really proud of you guys. Oh. Um, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and don't listen to that song while you're feeling teary either. Okay, That's I won't. Right um, <laughs> I feel like I spend most of my life encouraging people to be who they are. And I just think you guys are both and as a family, such um, great role models for us to, <laughs> sorry, um, just to embrace who you are uh, and to love the people around you for embracing who they are and not trying to change them into anything else. Um, I think it's such a gift to say stand up and say this is who I am and I'm yeah I'm really mm. super proud of both mm. of you so thank you, thank you so love much. you we're very you. proud of you too <laughs> <laughs> thanks all right let's stop crying love ya love me too, too. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. 
you can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E.com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at mamalove. Talk to you soon.